good morning. It's Monday, March 22nd. I'm Ian Scotto, and this is your Daily Brief. New allegations of sexual harassment were lodged against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo over the weekend, the latest in a wave of claims against the three-term lawmaker. 33-year-old Alyssa McGrath, who serves as an assistant in Cuomo's office, though not directly for the governor, becomes the ninth woman over the past month to make such accusations. McGrath accuses Cuomo of making inappropriate comments and staring down her blouse, among other behaviors. McGrath is the first to come public with such allegations while still working in the Cuomo administration. One of the most serious claims to date, accusations of physical groping, were made anonymously by a current staff member. The original accuser, former aide Lindsay Boylan, claimed in an interview with The New Yorker that Cuomo staff sought to retaliate against her. In other news, California Governor Gavin Newsom, Democrat, appears likely to face a recall election, with organizers submitting 2.1 million signatures by the March 17th deadline, surpassing the 1.5 million signature threshold. Officials have until April 29th to confirm the validity of those who signed the recall petition. Health officials revised regulations over the weekend, reducing the recommended distancing between students during in-person learning from 6 to 3 feet. While the guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are not mandatory, most school decisions are made at the local level. The revisions are expected to give cover to school districts struggling to accommodate students indoors while observing 6-foot distancing. The decision was bolstered by a Massachusetts study involving about 577,000 students and 100,000 staff, showing no difference in case rates in schools with policies of three versus six-foot distancing. New York recorded its first case involving virus variant P1, or SARS-CoV-2, first seen in Brazil. The mutation is believed to spread more quickly than other strains, but does not have a higher mortality rate. Current vaccines have been shown to be effective against known variants. Separately, co-founder and CEO of the Texas Roadhouse restaurant chain Kent Taylor died by suicide over the weekend after a battle with persistent COVID-19 symptoms. More than 81 million people in the U.S., have received at least one vaccination dose. As of this morning, the country's death toll stands at 542,359. Average daily deaths in the U.S. continue their downward trend, with the seven-day average just over 1,200 per day. After a pandemic-induced one-year hiatus, the NCAA men's basketball tournament got underway this weekend with a number of marquee programs making an early exit. Two teams, number 2 Ohio State and number 7 Florida, fell to number 15 Oral Roberts, which became just the second 15-seeded team in history to reach the Sweet 16. Also in the first round, number 13 North Texas beat number 4 Purdue. Number 12 Oregon State beat number 5 Tennessee. Number 14, Abilene Christian, beat number 3, Texas, and number 13, Ohio, bounced reigning national champions and number 4 seat, Virginia. 
On the first day of the second round, number one Illinois fell to number eight Loyola Chicago. It's the second time in four years Loyola, cheered on by 101-year-old sister Jean, has advanced to the Sweet 16. Later in the day, number 11 Syracuse beat number 3 West Virginia, while number 12 Oregon State followed their Friday win by upsetting number 4 Oklahoma. The second round concludes today. The women's tournament kicked off yesterday with all 16 higher-seeded teams notching a victory. It was the first time since 2010 no lower-seeded teams pulled an upset during a single day of the first round. Mount Fagradalsbjak fissure erupts in southwestern Iceland, the system's first volcanic activity in 900 years. Lava flow follows more than 50,000 small-scale earthquakes over the past month. Shares of Visa drop 6% after the Department of Justice announces probe into potentially anti-competitive debit card practices. Canadian Pacific Railway agrees to acquire Kansas City Southern in a $25 billion deal. It will create the first rail network connecting Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. The Biden administration awards $86 million contract to hold migrant family members arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border in hotels. Critics say the border policy causes confusion. Enjoy this briefing? Get a daily news briefing every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing to Try1440.com.